hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Ah, shit, Will. Apple done did it again. They done <laughs> did it again. They just, they've changed the, they've changed the whole scene. New revolutionary technology yeah. to change uh-huh. the entire world again. Dude, tell, tell me what they done did. I'm, you're, I'm T- on the edge First, of before I tell you, you have to yeah. run, gather all the electronics in your house. Gather them. Quick. Destroy the environment. Burn them all. Fight, light them on fire. You don't need them anymore. They're all garbage. Now that you've done that, let me introduce to you the Uncanny Valley headset, the Apple VR. I don't know what they called it. I forget. They unreleased it today. Or not released it. They announced it today. And this shit looks like a hot pile of duty garbage. (laughs) I hate to say it. Okay, so it's a v- Apple VR. It's what, a VR, mm-hmm. AR. It's it's a computer for your eyeballs and for your senses. They've integrated I... <laughs> smell, touch, taste, eyesight, hearing. They haven't actually done that, but they were uh, they were advertising it about how it's going to change the revolutionize work. You're never going to okay. work the same again. You put this thing on, you're never going back. Okay, because I was thinking about when they released Skyrim Apple VR, and I'm tasting Skyrim, and I don't <laughs> think I'm going to like that. I think I don't <laughs> like the Middle Ages, actually. I oh, this, this tastes like a dust, very dusty. This smells like uh, horse, lots of horse. This smells a lot like horse. Much like Skyrim, I've, I feel like I've seen this before. Hmm. Just, well, let me describe because, some of the new some of the new features to you. Mm, All right. Mm. So one of the main features they have on this on this bad boy is they have a display over the eyes on the, oh, okay. on the facing outwards. Yeah. So that when someone's talking to you, it can turn on and display your eyes to the person talking to you oh, so that you can that's... still talk. <laughs> eye to eye and let me tell you when i when i say that the uncanny valley with this how it shrinks your eyeballs in into the headset it was really weird it didn't look right oh i was thinking about that because i was like does it project out or is it trying to like make it so it looks like the headset is transparent yeah it's trying to make it look like it's transparent right because it's got like cameras facing inwards for your eyes i think for eye tracking so then it just uses that to display on the outside so the person can still talk to you. And it was the most, like, weird – you know how in, like, tech release conferences they always have, like, here's a scenario where you might use it. Yeah. And, like, someone's, like, sitting in their bedroom, like, in VR and someone comes into their bedroom <laughs> and sits on their bed and starts talking to them. And I was like, are you – if someone's in their bedroom using VR, you do not come in. No. You exit the premises. <laughs> 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 you don't know what they're doing there. That's no, the whole point of that's VR. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh my, yeah, that's, I, I thought you were going to say it was going to be like awkward stage actors where they're like, hi, Mitch. 
<laughs> no, anyway, not quite like so that. So let's put on <laughs> the headset and see you can have a full conversation. Not exactly that. Uh, so, so this they, they want you basically <laughs> what they want the- what they want you to do is to strap ski goggles to your head so you can now browse Reddit. That's that's their plan apparently. That's what they're that's what they're rocking with. And let me tell you, how much do you think how much do you think this bad boy costs? If you're not filled okay. in already, this okay. is probably, I mean, is, based on when we're going to release this, this is old news, but let me wow you with this fact. How much do you think to charge you for this? <sighs> Given the competitive Wait. landscape and everything. Is it, does it have any wires? Do I have to have anything? I think it has a wire to a, an external battery, but you don't have to hook it to a computer. Hmm. Like a battery hmm. goes into your pocket or something like that, but it is technically standalone. This that that even feels like a, a tech demo y kind of like our our yeah. the technology is still getting there. I'm right. gonna say that they're gonna charge a thousand dollars. Well, I'm pleased to announce so like, we have to keep in mind that people freaked out when PlayStation VR two was announced at five hundred and fifty dollars and people lost their fucking gourds over this. Uh-huh. This piece of equipment is gonna run you three thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Actually, I think I'm actually good. That's so much. So much money. Yeah, no, I'm good for to be like a social pariah, like going to a party and being like, "Sorry, I'm browsing Reddit right now." Oh, you want to ever have a conversation? Beep boop. Hey, how's it going? Like, <laughs> at you with the weird magnified eyes. I don't think so. You could have a full three MacBooks for that price. Yeah. What? The, okay. This is. I made the joke earlier that this sounds familiar because it sounds like metaverse when they're yeah. like, we're going to change everything with VR. We're going to change it. Yeah, 100%. But it's also combined with another failed product, Google Glass. <laughs> like, it's why would you combine those things and be like, this is what the consumer wants? Like, why are these CEOs and corporations so fucking out of touch with that they're just like, you know what people would love to walk around their mansion? in skyrim but they could also see their feet because they have a nosy little dog it just feels like they they rolled up to the party with some like mid-2000s humor that they're like this is fresh and hot baby we just came up with this you seen this family guy shit we're loving it south park let's go (laughs) this shit is so funny it's so funny and so fresh and we did it so good the, <laughs> Peter Griffin fought that chicken, and it was so funny. It was so and good. Everybody loved it. <laughs> everybody loved it. And here's VR. Oh, that's yeah. This is this is somehow Apple has gone from making the iPod to making the equivalent of the Zune. Yeah, like that. This is yeah. a nothing burger. This is a nothing. They, do they have apps or anything, or is it just like you can browse Reddit? On they. This? It seems like a lot of the apps are. Apple developed. I mean, I don't know how many outside developers you're going to get interested based on the price point. Like how many people are you going to be catering to if you're if you're developing an app specifically for this platform? Like what's your install base? Why would I be incentivized? Whereas like Mm. everything being equal, like Facebook and Meta as a company still suck, but their price point is so much better. If I'm a VR developer, I'm obviously going over there. Yeah, it's market share, and like they don't have any right now, and they're trying to get some, I guess, with this. Who knows? Who knows? But they're not. But the it it feels like early VR again because that right. was a problem. That's what I meant by VR, like mid two thousands. It's like they're so late to the party. Yeah, it's like you can't charge that much for technology that has existed for this. Like if you if you did do Google Glass itself, yeah. then right. you could maybe 
charge that much. And then rich idiots would be like, eh, absolutely. I can FaceTime while top talking to a girl. Absolutely. <laughs> I can FaceTime while I'm on my phone while I'm driving my car. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And the sales <laughs> rep is just like, oh, I'm not sure about talking <laughs> to a girl, the- but <laughs> It's not a yeah. What's who's the market? I don't know, but they've definitely changed the game, and we got to give we got to throw out all our technology now. Yeah, and similar to Segment City, where we always change the game, as in we Uh always change the sport that everybody loves. We always change the rules. Cycle. Yeah, we change change (laughs) change the laws actually constantly, (laughs) and it's it's really really bad because we're like "Mm, jaywalking. You're gonna actually be put to death. That's Shit. actually a new law, and it's like, oh, it's not illegal. Guess what? <laughs> next next week, illegal. guess what? Next week, only jaywalking. You go on the yeah. you go on the walk <laughs> signal. That's straight to jail. Straight to jail. Yeah. My name's Will Kane, and I have broken every single law in Segment City at one time or another. And I'm Theo Sapakos, and some say I'm the Zune of co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a hey don't say that about yourself that's low self-esteem <laughs> don't say that and this is a podcast in which theo and i dumpster dive our way through the internet we sift through sites like amazon and uh, wikipedia and we get all those good comedy morsels for you and we we give them back to you in laughs and laughs, and laughs constantly yeah um and you know what i handpicked this f- just for you oh for me Yes, because uh, you went on the trip to a uh, certain country that is known for is <laughs> you're, not you're going an a little Slavic. How's it going? Or a little maybe uh, Norse, not uh, Scandinavian, rather. Yeah, I was a little bit Scandinavian there. Um, but you you went to a country that is known for pasta. Sure did. I wonder. I wonder if the guests can figure out what, <laughs> or the listeners can figure out what country that is. Um, so I wanted to look up some fun pastas. So instead of a Will Stupid Thought, I'm going to do a short Wikipedia historian. A Will Stupid Pasta. Will Stupid Pasta. Um, and this is about a... Theo, have you ever had the thought of, what's about all the pasta shapes? What's the deal? Coming, I definitely have who, had that. And because Who's go, coming up with these? Where are they coming from? You go to, you go to a, this country, Italy, and they have... Mm-hmm. So, you read the menu and you're like, I don't know this pasta shape. I don't know that pasta shape. And then you order it. Yeah. Delightful. And you think to yourself, why don't we have this in America? We're supposed to be the leaders. We're supposed to lead. We're, <laughs> we're supposed we to not, su- We're supposed to lead in innovation. Not in pasta, apparently. apparently Although not. I think this, this person that came up with it, I think is an American. So good for him. Um, this is a pasta called Cascatelia. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm, I mispronounced that so terribly. Cascatelli. Cascatelli. I actually know. Cascatelli. A sh- I actually go. know a shocking amount about this pasta, and you know, have e- and have eaten it several times. Really? Okay, so I don't need to send you a picture of the shape. No, I know what it is. <laughs> it's uh, the Cascatelli. Italian word for waterfall, I think. Yes. Okay, so this is a short pasta shape with a flat strip and a pair of ruffles parallel to each other, uh, each of which sticks out at a ninety degree angle from the strip. So okay, uh, the ruffles give the shape texture and a uh, and create a quote sauce trough. I, if so, you, so for listeners who, who who can't see an image of this, imagine yeah. an old timey, um, like not a suit, not a not a tuxedo, but it's like you watch Harry Potter and they go to the formal and they have that like puffy thing that comes from the middle of their suit coat and it's got all that ruffles <laughs> on it. Yeah, kind of like that. 
Okay, <laughs> that is a, a way to describe it. Um, it also kind of looks like, I mean, one side is just ruffles with kind of a ridge, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a, at an angle. Um, kind of a, how do I describe it? It's uh, kind of like how a six goes, except it's not complete. Right. Um, like, it's not it, not a full, like, half circle or whatever. It's kind of at a weird angle. And one side has ridges, and the other side is just kind of like uh, a Smoother. slide. Yeah, almost. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, and so it's supposed to be, according to somebody, a a, a v- good for sauce. Like, it's yeah, supposed it's like to trap designed, as much sauce as possible. To, yeah, to trap the sauce, exactly. This modern pasta shape was developed in 2019. By the American food podcaster Dan Pashman. Dan Pashman. Uh, in, in collaboration with the New York pasta company Sfoglini. Oh my God. Sfoglini. Because um, it's S and then F, yeah, <laughs> which is hard. Uh, the shape is a hybrid of a bucatini and a mafalda. Ma- mafalda? Pasta types, highlighting the half-tube components and the ribbon shapes ruffle pasta, respectively, and was designed to meet Pashman's preferred characteristics in a pasta shape. So, what are these characteristics, you mm-hmm. might be asking? One, forkability. Got it. Got to be able to use a fork. I, I agree. How, I honestly agree with that. If you're using your spoon for a pasta, I'm not down with that. Mm, how, so, how easy it is to get a pasta shape on your fork and keep it there? Because yeah. there are certain ones, like, I'm going to call out macaronis or elbows they're too small what are you supposed to do with that Too small tiny you can't get your fork in there and then when you do it's only halfway in small shells what are we doing that's a i guess that's a mac and cheese thing i guess those are both useful for mac and cheese but too small uh two sauceability how well sauce sticks to it sauceability sauceability i i also consider this with (laughs) when i make a recipe sometimes the sauce just falls off falls off yeah and then three two tooth sinkability Tooth sinkability. How much? How much <laughs> bite can you get into it? It's sometimes the yeah, pasta is too thin. This was a pasta I discovered in Italy over my trip. It was called pici, p i c i, and uh. it's it's like a fat spaghetti, and it's like okay. all of a nice spaghetti you're twisting around your fork. But then when you bite it, you actually get to sink your teeth into it more than a regular spaghetti, and it's mm. nice. And I really enjoyed it. That was that was a favorite of mine. I feel like people like angel hair pasta for I, a similar reason for I, like layers though. They want no. layers. I I agree with you. I'm not an angel hair pasta kind of guy. I like angel hair pasta is like pasta. like someone who's balding like grabs a piece of their hair from the shower. That's it's like in their hand. That's <laughs> angel hair. That's what that is. That's gross. Every time you're slurping, it, you just imagine like a dream sequence from it where it's like an old lady's hair. <laughs> Whose hair is this? <laughs> Whose is like hello, Theo? No! Theo, grandmother. No. <laughs> oh. This was if this was your hair though. <laughs> if you have Castel Castelcatelli yeah, hair, Cascatelli, then right. you got some fucked up hair. Actually, no. This would be like wavy hair. Maybe. <laughs> this would be like a cartoon. A cartoon where everybody's made out of food. This would be their <laughs> hair. Or that. I am looking, I did uh, Google image search it, and there are some fucking monster shapes that they <laughs> made that I'm going to say are uh, not very good. And if your hair looks like any of these, I'm sending it to you now. You have to rate the, oh no, one of them looks like <laughs> like the end of a, a rotating turret gun, like the four, yep. <laughs> the four barrels. <laughs> one of them looks like a churro that has four tinier churros on each corner. Yes, that's um, true. 
And then one, one looks like, like a snail, <laughs> a snail, but instead of a shell, it's got three donuts that it's living in. Yeah, that's. Got, it looks like if three donuts had a propeller on the bottom, like yeah. or a fin. Uh, terrible things, terrible pastas. I will um, say my review of Cascatelli. Yeah, it does yeah. its job very well. Like it, it holds the pasta. It's got. It does all the things as advertised. And I would say, um, if you get a chance Pretty to try good. it, go right ahead. I, I, I. So the guy who made it has this other podcast called The Sporkful, and we hate sporks, but we like the, we like the podcast. Okay. And he he's don't speak like, for me by the way. He's he like the uh, <laughs> he's like the epitome the epitome of like food snob to the point of he's good natured and he's a good guy but he he found a pretentious way to eat a peanut butter and jelly like he said this on the <laughs> podcast and I was like are you out of your mind? He he's, said it was pretentious? No, he just he said his preferred way to eat a peanut butter and jelly is bread, mm-hmm. peanut uh-huh. butter, yeah. jelly, peanut butter, bread. So there's two oh. layers of peanut butter and you're spreading jelly onto one of the layers of peanut butter. And for, he said for some reason that lends itself nicely to like you get the peanut butter flavor and then something about it. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've made the humble <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwich somehow into a, a, into work. You've made a, a labor out of it. It's yeah, this is more I mean, <laughs> that just goes to show how basic of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like yeah, but that's the beauty be. of it. That's the beauty, yeah, that's of, the beauty of it. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's peanut butter and jelly should be simple. And what yes. you're saying is one more layer. That's too much. Yes, but I hate it's, the idea of spreading. <laughs> it, of, but I, I hate the idea of spreading jelly onto a layer of peanut butter. That's terrible. That's nothing. It's going to be because you got to do it in a mm, actually well, you got to dip the peanut because you. You can't put do go jelly first and then into peanut butter because then you get weird little chunks of hard jelly. Yeah, in the bees. you can't do that, but you could do the opposite kind of. What I do so, is I do peanut butter first, and then I take yeah. my knife and I yeah. wipe my peanut buttery knife onto the other piece of clean bread, and that, that cleans yep. off the that cleans off the knife, and then I go into the jelly. That perfect form. I mean, you know what? The judge from Russia. <laughs> you, oh, oh. 10 out of 10. Wonderful. Bravo. Bravo. Oh, no splash. No splash in the <laughs> no, jelly either. No, no splash. But hopefully there's going to be a big splash when you do yours next segment. My next segment, my first segment, comes to us as ever from thetakeout.com. And it's entitled, This McDonald's Hack Has Everyone Eating Ice Cream for Breakfast. No, no, no. <laughs> Are we intrigued? On, no, hmm? no I'm, not, I'm not intrigued because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, uh, if you get... I love a good Frosty from Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that it's the most processed uh, ice cream product. Mm. It's not even dairy. Yeah, Similarly, you have to use the word product. Uh, McDonald's does not have real ice cream. They're not having like, <laughs> oh, wonderful buttermilk ice cream. They're like, they're going to have nasty, nasty soft serve ice cream. And people are just going to put it on their pancakes, apparently. So it starts here. Once again, TikTok has blessed us or cursed us. No. With a McDonald's hack featuring a weird and wonderful new breakfast creation. This sweet and savory summertime concoction will require an early morning trip to McDonald's, but judging by the videos, it might very well be worth it. Say hello to Hash Brown Oreo McFlurry Ice Cream Sandwich. What? Hash Brown? Let me say that again. Say hello to Hash Brown Oreo McFlurry Ice Cream Sandwich. So have it's you ever, between two hash browns? That the, is correct. Oh, have you ever been eating? Uh, have you ever been eating ever, potatoes and thought 
I wish this was more chocolatey. <laughs> it's a hot fried dish that you're gonna put something cold. I like. Uh, don't get me wrong. Fried ice cream is great, but it's uh-huh. like, <laughs> fried ice cream doesn't have potato in there. Also, <laughs> to really gum up the works. Uh, let's. It continues here. McDonald's has previously embraced. Oh, it says uh, the original video posted by posted on May twentieth uh, mm-hmm. features use features using. Kelly A. Arvin slathering an Oreo McFlurry between two still hot McDonald's hash browns and eating it sandwich style. This video has nearly 6 million views, a bunch of likes, a bunch of comments, and has spawned countless imitations in the weeks since, and others eager to try the snack that Arvin deems a 10 out of 10. So they're just oh going God. off of this one person's uh, opinion here. That's <laughs> 10 out of 10. All right. There- it is similar to uh, – hopefully I get to this article later, but there is an article that I uh, am going to cite that itself cites a trend, a quote-unquote trend, which is, has like a video on TikTok that has like 170,000 likes mm-hmm. or whatever, like views. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that does nothing on TikTok. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is nothing. That is a that drop doesn't mean the it's bucket. good. Like, I, I you don't can't know. just say, why are these TikTok? Is <laughs> I love how they're like, is this a blessing? And my first thought was, TikTok has never blessed anyone. Never a blessing. Like, no. Maybe, maybe it's like somebody who had like, uh, I don't know, a tough time, and they <laughs> got like a windfall or something or money from TikTok. <laughs> but it's like nobody else. TikTok has been a, a cancer on the society <laughs> for the last little bit, and this is just more examples of it. McDonald's has previously embraced fans' most clever customizations by promoting hacked meal combo bundles designed to encourage customers to mess around with their food. The hacks themselves have ranged in complexity. The hash brown McMuffin simply adds a potato layer to the regular sausage McMuffin. Sounds good. While the massive land, air, and sea burger combines a Big Mac, (laughs) a McChicken, and a fish fillet all in one. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine the the texture profile of all that? You're crunching through beef, chicken, and, and fish fillet in one bite. Just, okay, just think about two of those. That's already too much. It's already that's already All a full three? form special. You're gonna die. You're just gonna, <laughs> you're gonna die, and you know what? You deserve it. You know, yeah. Will. I think you're just you're a little too bourgeoisie. You can't. You don't know what's which wine to pair with that. Is that a red or a white fish <laughs> and beef? What do I do? Listen, we're on, on good culture or oh, whatever. Yes, I, I would never. I am a bougie boy, and you know what I think is the most wild part of this article is the fact that McDonald's is allowing this, and in and sharp enc- contrast to like encouraging it, encouraging, encouraging it. it. Compare this to Nintendo, who doesn't, who like will murder their own fans <laughs> if they try to like do a single like right. Link's eye color is different, and they're just like sue them into the ground, <laughs> like, and then McDonald's is like, hey, we know our shit is nasty. If you guys want to get nastier with it, uh, don't don't come to us. Like, if the FDA calls comes calling, the we do we were never us. here. It was never here. Yep, <laughs> Nintendo's like. One fan makes one per- Kirby puppet, and the KGB shows up, and they've never they're never heard of again. <laughs> Looks like this is <laughs> you're going to be sucked into the darkness of the <laughs> secret agent world. So the next section is how to make an Oreo McFlurry hash brown sandwich. To I actually, know how to make it. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it says this: to actually try out this hack would take some planning. First, since hash browns are part of McDonald's breakfast menu, you wouldn't be able to try this hack after 10.30 a.m. since that's when most locations stop selling hash browns. 
Then it comes the even trickier part, finding a McDonald's with a reliable ice cream machine. It has become a long-running joke that McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken, uh, and McDonald's isn't too thrilled about the butt of that criticism. On the bright side, you can always check McBroken.com, the website that tracks <laughs> functioning ice cream machines, various locations. Uh, <laughs> when there's a will, there's a way, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> The new hack already brings dessert and breakfast together, so try taking a step further with a chicken patty on one end and a hash brown on the other. Or you could bump up the sweetness factor by adding hot fudge to the mix, or with a different McFlurry flavor like strawberry shortcake. This this author is just encouraging anarchy. What's going on? <laughs> no, this <laughs> I I have a my own theory of because I've been asking myself how early can somebody smoke weed. <laughs> and this is <laughs> i feel this like is, this uh, is kind of this is sort of trending in that direction yeah because this sounds like just the hey man f- let me just like if f- you ever fucking thought about getting <laughs> McFlurry <laughs> and then putting it between two pieces of fucking hash brown dude it's like you're a good genius sick, man fucking, that's great thoughts it's awful it's this is <laughs> this is nothing hacks is such a like because that implies like we're hacking into the system every single time. We've it's like it. it's like when you uh, hack into your aunt's Facebook account in that she was still logged into her <laughs> iPad. Like it's exactly. all the shit is still there. It's just it's stupider. Like it's it's just, McDonald's is like, ooh, it'd be a shame if someone came and hacked us and bought all our products. Ooh, yeah, exactly. It's like that'd be a shame. Hey, everybody, have you been to a McDonald's recently? By the way, these motherfuckers are efficient because there's a McDonald's at the end of my street that they mm-hmm. tore down and then put up a brand new, like that the terrible gray ones that they have now that are just like I haven't I seen these terrible you. ones. They're, they're like the modern ones where they just are like Without the personality. outside like gray wood paneling on the outside. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. It's like modern stuff, but it's like such it's so cookie cutter and it just mm-hmm. feels so depressing. I don't know why they would design it that way. Yeesh. Cause the old one, at least it was like dirty and gross and stuff, but it still had that like, <laughs> but charm. it was my <laughs> dirty grossness. I felt but pride I, going there. Have you had a McDonald's burger in a while? Me? Certainly not. They sit in your stomach like a fucking lead ball. Like they're not good. <laughs> Imagine having three at once. <laughs> That's oh. what they want you to do. This is oh. the propaganda that McDonald's is spreading. They want you to eat three and then a slather strawberry shortcake ice cream between the layers. Yeah. Because it's, it's a it. hack, Will. It's a hack. They are ha- we're <laughs> we're in the fucking I can't wait. I can't wait until they come out with something completely egregious where they're like, and this one, our new our new seasonal menu is a rhinoceros burger, and everyone's like, you can't do that. And then they're like, <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a hack though. It's a joke. It's a hack. This we is a, just, it's a this prank. is a this it's is a prank. a prank. This is a hack. <laughs> this is we're, we're hacking the menu. It's a hack. This is this is how we get into like cyberpunk territory where it's just like you can get your own rhino meat we can give you a plausible <laughs> deniability for your rhino meat Ugh, gross but you know what is also probably gross tell this me my next segment please which i'm i'm gonna give you two options because i got two stories um i are two different sets of stories i should say okay so i'll give you the option of either fun and then uh stupid but you don't feel bad about it uh-huh or what I'm gonna call nasty stories. <laughs> do you do you want me to select nasty stories? Are you trying to egg me on? I 
What? Because my, I gave you a little smirk? Because you gave you a little smirk. <laughs> you gave a little smirky Said, smirk. Because it's nasty. No, it's up to you. If Because the other ones are coming later. <laughs> oh, it's all coming. It's all happening. It's, it's all, right. all happening. All right. I'll take the, you know what? We're going to end on nasty. We're going to end on nasty. You're going to go nasty? No, no. We're ending on nasty. Oh, okay. So you want me to do, oh, I, I could do that. I could do all news. I was going to do a different thing, but I could save that for later. But okay. So let's do nice. Let's start with nice. Uh, this is from The Guardian. Woman wins UK cheese rolling race despite being knocked unconscious. <laughs> wait, is it, wait a minute. <laughs> is this the one where they roll the cheese down the hill? Yeah. This is one of my favorite competitions in the world. And it is uh, in uh, the UK. They have basically, it's a hill that is so, um, it's in Cooper's Hill near Gloucester. It is uh-huh. a hill that is so fucking steep. Like yeah. it's it's hard to state. It's not full ninety degrees, but it's like just a hair <laughs> off from that. You know what I mean? Like it's when it's people not full go down, vertical, but it's like it's too much. You shouldn't be going people, down this hill. It's like stairs. Like people say, it is like stairs. Um, there is video of this, and I did watch the video of her getting knocked out, and she <laughs> oh fucking God. eats shit. Um, oh, but no. anyway, a m- woman was knocked unconscious while running down a hill to chase a three kilogram, seven pound cheese wheel. But still managed to win her race at the bank holiday event. Is seven pounds uh, a lot of cheese? That doesn't seem like a lot of cheese. It is a uh, wheel of cheese. Like they roll a big wheel of cheese. Like the uh, like the th- kind you'd big. see in the deli counter window or whatever. Yeah. In like the cheese it's, section it's, in Wegmans. It looks like a cartoon okay. <laughs> big wheel of cheese. All right. Um, video p- footage posted on social media showed uh, Delaney... Irving falling while pursuing the double Gloucester down the almost vertical Cooper's Hill in Broxworth near Gloucester. Irving, 19, said she only realized she had won the women's race when she woke up in the medical tent. Oh, my God. Hundreds of people (laughs) took part in the contest, which went ahead this year despite safety concerns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Irving <laughs> from Vancouver Island in Canada told the BBC she she was not cheesed off for by what had happened and said the chase was quote good now that I remember it. <laughs> I like I like the idea that maybe they had a debate and they were like, all right, we're gonna have one person from each side, the safety side and the go for it <laughs> side. We're gonna have one person debate it. We got safety Mike in the right, and we got Cheesy head, Larry in the left. All right, each Cheesy one's got <laughs> one each get an argument. Safety Mike says, "You know we really shouldn't do this. Everybody's breaking their bones." Hey, I'm Cheesy Head Mike, and I'm here to. I'm, we all love cheese, right? Yeah, we love cheese, man. We all love people falling down. <laughs> yeah, we really love that shit, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we know what the answer is. Kick yeah, this guy's we should, ass. <laughs> we should make the hill, the hill even steeper. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we're going to make the hill steeper. And people are going to fall. They're going to eat so much shit. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm going home. Safety, Mike. I tried to warn you. <laughs> they're going to this cheese and they're going to get it. Um, This is a great quote, by the way. Quote, I remember running, then bumping my head, and then I woke up in the tent. I still don't, I still don't really believe it, but it feels great, she said. <laughs> Several voices were held over the day, and Matt Krola, uh, 28, from Manchester, won the first. Asked how he prepared, he acknowledged, 
I don't think you can really train for it, can you? It's just being an idiot. <laughs> just being it's just and he's not wrong like it's just you just gotta either like there are people who have won it multiple times because they like learn all the footholds and stuff like do they they actually do there are people who are like really good at it um but this guy <laughs> and then most of the other people just go like and then there's also a skill of rolling and then getting back onto your feet is also like right. crazy because once you start rolling you're kind of fucked so he just was like <laughs> you can't really like stop the rolling when it happens i feel like they should modify this and make it so you have to race down the hill and then back up so if you go unconscious and ragdoll down the hill <laughs> you don't just win by default that feels but like a do, cheat code people get fucked up like uh, imagine you show up you just show up in one of those bubble suits and you're just like i'm just going for it man <laughs> i don't think they would allow you on but <laughs> crawler added quote i'm glad i'm pretty conscious and i'm not i've not got many serious injuries many many yep. another big cheese was uh royoya minome <laughs> another big minome. cheese i want to be another called big another cheese. big cheese uh and this guy's from japan uh, who was among the winners, asked why he entered the race. He replied, quote, because I love cheese. <laughs> That's a good reason. That's a good it reason. Is a good you gotta reason. chase that cheese. Uh, everybody, and basically everybody comes to this, and uh, the event was canceled in 2020 and 2021 because of COVID. So they're getting back into it, and they love it. But this lady absolutely, like, she falls onto her face. Like, <laughs> like at the end, too, which is crazy. Oh, no. Um, but let's go on to another, <laughs> this one uh, is from Dead State. This is another news Dead article. State. This this is the uh, you're not going to feel bad about it. Good. But technically somebody got scammed. Man who bought over two thousand dollars worth of Trump bucks discovers they're worthless when he tries to cash them in an, in <laughs> at a bank. <laughs> and this is from May 27th, 2023. Hey, buddy, if you wanted currency. You should have held on to the thing that you had you gave before. Your you gave, you <laughs> you gave, gave your it away. Crazy. What did you think was going to happen? This isn't. This isn't crypto where it's a it's a hedge. This is just fake. This is once again we're gonna. This is articles begins in a very similar way to the when we we're joking about hacking. Just being like hacking really is. This is the easiest hack in the world. Con artists are reportedly targeting Trump supporters by peddling Trump bucks telling people that the fake tender emblazoned with images of Donald Trump will make them rich after the former president is elected again in 2024. How does which, that line how does that line up in their mind? Like it, first first day in office Trump is like and uh, actually, also we're doing another currency. Uh Yeah. If I know, you have I know, Trump I know. Bucks, <laughs> I didn't mention I'm going it to help my supporters who have all my currency. It actually costs it's you will give the equivalent of $5. For every Trump buck. <laughs> For every $1, which has a value of $1. <laughs> one of those targeted was John Aman, who tweeted out a warning in February, telling others that the fake cash has no real monetary value. Thank you, sir. A lesson Quote, you have to learn the hard way. Yeah. Alert. Oh, no. If you purchased any of the TRB systems items, you got scammed, Aman tweeted. The TRB vouchers, DJT, golden checks, which is Donald J. Trump, DJT, diamond checks, <laughs> golden checks, and then there's also diamond checks. Oh, there's diamond checks. Uh, TRB golden checks uh, have not monetary value. They're commemorative only. Speaking commemorative to NBC. Of, commemorative of what, exactly? Commemorative of a future event? Uh, 
I don't know. What, what are we talking about? Spe- uh, it's commemor- It's just that he was president, I guess. It's like I those guess, coins <laughs> that have the presidents. Like, you can get <laughs> commemorative like coins. You're holding on to your Trump bucks, and you're like, I can't I can't wait for all those future times when I remember how I was scammed. Ooh, I get to look back <laughs> on this moment where I realized I was a big dumb dummy. Isn't this kind of outing yourself for saying, like, I hope Donald Trump becomes president and then becomes dictator? Like, that's that's yeah. what they're saying, is like, that's I hope this, he has his own money, like... Um, speaking to NBC News, Amon said he bought $2,200 worth of Trump bucks and Jeez. other items this year, only to find out that they're worthless when he tried to cash them in at his local bank. Now he wants to warn other Trump supporters not to fall for the scam. Now, <laughs> quote, now I'm questioning whether he is aware of this, Ahmed said of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the Colorado... <laughs> uh, Base companies Patriots <laughs> Dynasty, Patriots Future, and USA Patriots are the ones behind the fake tender. Which got, this is <laughs> he's probably not he's probably not aware of it, but he'd probably want to get in on it if if he was aware. Patriots, Patriots, yeah. The Patriot fact that he didn't, If you told Donald Trump about this, he'd just be like, "Why didn't I think of that before?" <laughs> Incredible. Like, <laughs> it would be wonderful. But these people are falling just because the company is called Patriot something. And they're just like, I'm a patriot. Let me also be patriot. This year, your tax refund will be in Trump bucks. Uh, apparently, they, they say in the – they disseminate ads that say that Trump himself backs them. So it is like actual oh scam. Um, as NBC News points out, there is no evidence that Trump is linked to these products. Um, so, yeah, basically, there's <laughs> – People are just being scammed um, and quote, now I realize, well, that was stupid. An Alabama, <laughs> Alabama woman said, <laughs> adding she bought the items because, quote, because I believe President Trump, because he knows all about finance and he was going to help the real Trump patriots get rich. And that's a great all, way he, to end. He knows work. all about finance. What a line. He's been bankrupt. So <laughs> he knows all about it. <laughs> Every it's like they read that they just know that he's a cartoon rich man. That's literally mm-hmm. all they know about him. Yeah, it's Scrooge McDuck level. Yeah. yeah, but hopefully they'll know a little bit more about your next segment. They might, but they might have to come down to find out. They might be woken up with a poke Ooh. in the ribs. Eh. I w- oh, oh, sorry, I was just. Did I get the cheese? I was rolling down a hill. And then well, I, I think one of these other rats maybe got the cheese, I, but you belong here if you're looking for it. I mean, good company and all. I got amnesia, uh, so sure, let's just take a look at these <laughs> is this, Is this the medical tent? Is this medical? <laughs> got a lot of scalpels down here, and it smells weird, so it should be. It should be, but no, it's just the taxidermy shop, our favorite segment to just investigate all those creepy stuffed critters on eBay. The electronic <laughs> bay is full of these guys. I was going to point out investigate's a weird word, and then I realized that that's probably the right term because that sounds like it's a crime scene. It's <laughs> a crime scene. We yeah. have some we have some genuine cursed amazing items for you today, Will, and we're going to send you home with one. And I would say buckle up for the second half of this because Don't I discovered a me. new category I didn't know existed. But we'll Don't start off. No. <laughs> we'll start off with a nice, easy, run-of-the-mill kind of kind of selection here: taxidermy yeah. hamster magician saw then half oddities art decor bad taxidermy. Oh, okay. So that 
changed it in my mind because that was one of the more clear titles we've ever had. It doesn't one have of a bunch of clear. SEO junk. Yeah, so you got to get listen. You got to get the SEO in there. You've got to probably. Oh my god! You've got to probably, uh, you know, make it so people can find you out here. This is way worse. Wait, it's, it's this not is, great. This is okay. What I envisioned in my head, and I bet all the listeners envisioned, was the classic cutting in half scenario. This mouse is in a big box. He has a little magician's hat on. Mm-hmm. There's half of him in one half, half in the other. It's like him doing a little fun thing. This is some a <laughs> hamster that has, it has a terrible top hat glued to its head. It's doing uh-huh. a weird, like it is bad texture uh-huh. and that it's, it has like a weird little mouth that's like, hey, <clears throat> um, and it has a big saw, except it's two mirrors that are next to each other. It's like uh, some sort of collapsible, yeah, like a frame where it's got yeah, two it's frames like a, next to each other. Or you might put so like, the, you might put photos of loved ones, for instance. But it's like gold embroidered, like those mm-hmm. fancy ones with all the, and then his butt is just <laughs> on the <laughs> other half that's right next to him. It's sort of like long- um, if someone were to put two portals next to each other in the yeah. titular portal video game and it was a hamster and his head went into one so it came out the other. Yeah, and, his and he butt. wanted to eat his own ass. Like, uh, yes, yeah, so exactly. Exactly, it's, exactly. It's so they want you to hang this on your wall, presumably. Like, presumably. because it looks like it's for Of course, it's wonderful. It Taxidermy oh. hamster in a double vintage frame. The frame is ornate, Baroque style, and has a swivel kickstand on the back so the, pre- the piece can sit upright on a table or shelf. The kickstand does swing flat, so the piece could be wall hang could be wall hanged it would just need a hard a wall hardware this is a real xl taxidermied hamster who is one hell of a magician Ta-da! he has sawed himself in half the top part of the animal is jutting triumphantly out of the side of the frame <laughs> while his rear is and is protruding mm-hmm. from the other side he's his wearing- rear is also triumphant <laughs> He is wearing a jaunty top hat with a purple purple sparkly ribbon and holding a giant saw. His back foot is gripping onto a classic magician's wand. This, I, the moment you said that this was an antique thing. Vintage, like the frame, Baroque vintage, style. Vintage, I just imagine like a Pixar short before a movie that's following the history of this frame. Oh, no. <laughs> that is like beautiful family pictures. Oh, oh, I was in the, the lap of luxury. I was actually <laughs> Nicholas, <laughs> the czar himself, uh, had this piece. But then it went overseas and now is used <laughs> to frame up a dead fucking hamster. It used to contain the Princess of Montague. And now look at how it's fallen. <laughs> it has a hipster's ass in there, a mouse's ass. Oh, so, Will, yucky. the condition on this one is not marked as new. And it's from it's just North- as bad though. It's, it's <laughs> marked as new and so therefore demands a premium price. What is that price, Will? <sighs> because it's antique. I'm going to say these people would charge $200. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty close. That's ball. That's within 10%. 185, Will. That's pretty <sighs> good. Thank goodness. That's a pretty I don't good pulse on the market. <laughs> that's Ooh. a pretty good pulse. 
I don't like that. I don't like that I'm getting a pulse for this. <laughs> I love that you are. It's a testament no. to the success <laughs> of this segment. No, no. All right, well, we have entered the truly cursed zone. No, I discovered that's not I a new hear. category of taxidermy where they take the head of an animal and mount it On onto one? a doll. Oh my Please god. Please observe. Holy <laughs> shit. That's awful. Oh my god. Ever Okay, I got to close my eyes. Like <laughs> holy shit. This is awful. Oh, okay, everybody. Well, Let's get you're the description described tasked with describing this one. Okay, imagine like an 1800s like dress, like very frilly. The top mm. is white. It's a doll, mm. like it's an ornate doll with a nice, beautiful thing, and it has a hat that kind of looks like an admiral's hat, but it's made of like kind of doilies. Uh huh. Except, uh huh, the head is a a possum's head. <laughs> yes, that's an opossum for sure, 100. And it is way out of scale. So uh-huh. it is a huge fucking possum's head, but it you can tell it's not photoshopped. Like it's not, it, it looks like it's kind of photoshopped <laughs> in because it's so like dis, disconcerting. Um, no, I hate this. I think. I hate this oh, and look at that! The seller so- information on this one. It's sold by Sid from Toy Story. Incredible! <laughs> this, is fucking, this is because it's the disc. It's the human features with the. It has <sighs> it's, it has little little childlike it, hands because it's it has a doll. Tiny hands, but a giant head. Like, it's, here's a description uh, for you, Will, while you struggle with this image. Yeah, Virginia opossum head atop a beautiful, like new, vintage doll. The doll is wearing a blue and white ornate gown, turn of the century American style. She's a she's a Southern belle, Scarlet O'Hara vibes. The doll stands on its own as there is a doll stand propping her up underneath her skirts. The doll was so well protected when I got it, there was still plastic guards covering her delicate little shoes. The hat is removable, as you can see from the photos. It can be affixed by pinning it on, but each time it's pinned, you're poking a hole in the skin of the opossum. So I personally would just leave it atop her head and remove it when you like, as opposed to pinning it over and over. That will create damage over time. Oh, (laughs) this, this does feel like it would be more disconcerting to handle, like touch. Than the other Absolutely. Ones. This is I could like oh this is <laughs> this is some cursed shit. Way to go on eBay and be like, hey, I ruined this doll actually. <laughs> like this doll was actually in primo condition, and then I said, Hey, fuck that. <laughs> Nearly perfect. And then I actually just ripped its head off because who even cares? And then put a nasty little possum yeah. head on. It even Not ends with possums, this doll like, is marked is- as a dynasty doll collection with the numbers 202 out of 1500 handwritten on the back. So it was a limited edition item. It's about 22 inches tall with the hat. Okay. And that's so a, is... that's a big piece. That's a big piece to go right in the middle of your living room. Incredible stuff. It is literally like I would pay more for the doll. Like my, my, <laughs> the amount I would, but I know she's fact, the person who did this is factoring in the cost of the doll to how much they are Correct. selling this for eBay. 
Because I would, for like the doll itself, it seems like a nice doll. I would, that's probably like even, it's hundreds. Like, it, and there are some fancy dolls that probably get into thousands. This is probably like the doll itself is probably like $500. You or can some just, shit. if you just hold your hand over the opossum, it looks like a nice doll. Yeah, but then they, you get to the possum head and it's uh-huh. so. <laughs> oh my I, God. There's another view from the back. I have don't. to send you this one. <laughs> oh my God. No. This is. This is misery loves company to a T. This is you. You don't have to send it. Oh no! I hate this. <laughs> it has this a little is terrible. Mullet. It looks like a mullet. It's not good. I think part of what I'm struggling with is the fact that it has human human skin. Yes, on the body. Like, like, like they literally, listeners, you can't see this, but they literally just put a possum's head on, like a. Hello Dolly doll. Like, and they called that art. And apparently yeah. that's art now. I'm gonna say that just to get this out of my brain, uh, I'm gonna say that they're gonna charge six hundred dollars for this. This one's actually only three hundred and twenty-five dollars. I would really? I'm, I'm with you though that I thought they would have gone harder on this. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I thought the doll would be the All right, I've I have one last one. It's in the same category of cursed of cursed head atop doll mm. but the description was just too good i couldn't i couldn't refuse this one. Oh my god <laughs> okay everybody it's another possum doll but this time it's it another is, one it is from tim burton's beetlejuice this one is <laughs> entitled taxidermy opossum angel doll vintage animatronic light up doll oddities doll it looks <laughs> this is a reference for maybe just you um, but anyone who likes video games, it looks like Mother Miranda from Resident <laughs> Evil Village <laughs> turned into like an animal. It really does. You're just missing um, the hat. The yeah, outfit is very on point. It is literally okay. So it is instead of like the the other one had like a blue kind of like nice silk. Yeah, this is literally just, it's like a wedding is, gown, but it is made from Grandma's doily. It's like, like made it from is a doily, right? Off white, like it, it, it's like big doily patterns that you wouldn't actually wear, <laughs> and it has a screaming possum that is angry, like a ha- howling, like hissing, like it, awful. Here, here's like, the description: I'm unhappy about being wed <laughs> is what it says. Like, ugh. here's the description: real opossum head using traditional taxidermy techniques. Open jaw, forever screaming, kissy face emoticon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I affixed the head to this amazing doll I bought at an estate sale. It's a beautiful angel, complete with puffy wings, a handmade crochet halo, and what looks like a handmade crochet front piece. Puffy mm. sleeves. I'm getting used. To, I'm guessing the late '80s origin. So they they rolled up to a, an estate sale and they said. Ooh, your doll collection that is sentimental value? I'll take that and rip off the head. Thank you very much. This is like a worse version of, you know, when people buy like paintings from secondhand stores and then they'll draw in like 8080s or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like that, but they took a physical doll and they said, let me kill some, like, let me put some dead on this. This oh. doll presumably at one point belonged to a child. I just hope that they knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that I like this more than the other one but that was a very low oh, but, bar but will that, you don't even know 
But the real magic happens when you click the switch on the electrical cord. The doll lights up from underneath, illuminating her completely. And the mechanism running on a circular track animates her into perpetual motion. She's kind of wiggling her arms in a come hug me sort of motion (laughs) while the head rolls around in a circle. Absolute nightmare fuel. The world's greatest (laughs) nightlight. (laughs) Did it say absolute nightmare fuel? Yes, it did. It said it right in the description. Do you have, oh, I don't want to. The description goes on. This could be my masterpiece, TBH. Might have peaked with this one. (laughs) This is, okay. Now that that language makes me immediately imagine the person who made this, who is like some goth person who is like, sometimes people go like a little too off the the rails. (laughs) A little too off the rails. Because there's there's like alt and then there's like past alt. Like (laughs) where you're just genuinely a fucking weirdo. And this is that. Uh, so how much money would I need to to pay you to make this your new Discord profile picture, Will? Oh my god, the front view is worse. Oh, you sent that right. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, it's lopsided, gang. It's It's not good. It's not good, and it's screaming very, very badly. It's also worse because it's more actively from the view front view like it doesn't have a neck no it's, it's just right just sort of glued it just on is a there. head on a ugh. okay based on the last one this one has electronics though it animatronic and has, has some market value i'm gonna say that they're gonna charge four hundred dollars well you're so close in this ballpark 375 Stop. for this one <laughs> not too far off I don't like that. I don't uh, like that I'm not far off. The day will come when you will guess one of these correctly. You got the magic laser eye goggles one, but I wasn't ready to irradiate my whole head to buy that as a goof. That's that's fine. I, I think I said <laughs> in the episode, you do not have... You set that rule on yourself. <laughs> I need to start <laughs> picking some cheaper items. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, this is... Am I done? Are we done? You're I have done. amnesia, but I'm I... Dude, you're just going to whack you on the head and you'll wake up somewhere else. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm actually ready for that. Oh. Is this the medical tent? Yeah, I just woke up too, but I I feel kind of jiggly. Did somebody inject me with something? That's not good. That's you not good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, think, I'll figure that out later. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But um, that sounds pretty nasty. Yeah, you promised me some nastiness. Some nasty stories. Let's get right into these nasty. In the news, I got more news for everybody. And these are, (laughs) they kind of just kind of fall in my lap. I don't know how I find these mostly. (laughs) This is is one of those roller coaster coaster article titles. Mm -hmm. New York fertility doctor accused of using own sperm dies when hand-built plane crashes what? wait 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 wait, wait. there's too much this yeah. is one of those times this happens every once in a while where you read a headline and i think there's too that's too much it's, that's it's too, one art- that's too much <laughs> it's, it's one, one part thing too many, too many. <laughs> okay so there's a new york fertility doctor yeah who that's- was using his own sperm that feels like that's the whole headline because that yeah. that should be where it ends. Uh, but then he died. Uh huh. In a hand built plane crash. <laughs> I can't. Why? Why? Okay, I need more information, please. 
All right. So this is uh, apparently by the Associated Press, but it's from NBC News. This is from May 30th, 2023. A New York fertility doctor who was accused of using his own sperm to impregnate several patients died over the weekend when the hand-built airplane he was in fell apart mid-flight and crashed, authorities said. This okay. There's two things going on here. Like <laughs> one, when you become a fertility doctor and you're a man, the very first thing they should ask you is like, "Hey, you're not gonna. Are you nasty? Are you nasty? Because <laughs> please, we're, we're tra- you can't be a nasty, like a nasty boy if you're but in the, this industry. That's and, the trick about nasty people is they always go, "I'm not nasty," <laughs> and you gotta figure out like. I think he's kind of nasty though. Like, <laughs> and then the second thing is when you're flying a plane. The first thing they should ask you is, hey, you made sure that this isn't going to fall apart, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you were going to say, hey, this isn't handmade, is it? (laughs) Oh, this this plane? This is an artisanal handcrafted plane. (laughs) I got this from Ikea. (laughs) I don't know if I I got there. I definitely read the directions correctly i had too many screws at the end and i don't know what that <laughs> and means i looked at, i held them in my hand and i looked at the plane and i looked at my hand and i thought eh, this is probably extras this is, yeah this is, fine. this is probably extras dr morris wartman which i'm gonna say wartman Gross. feels like the the proper name for yeah, this nasty na- man nasty man 72 of rochester was a passenger in the experimental aircraft that went down sunday in a pasture in orleans county the pilot earl loose jr of Brockport. <laughs> no, you can't have a plane that falls apart named <laughs> Earl Loose Jr. <laughs> and it's his plane. I, the, the conversation that had to, the friendship that must have occurred between Dr. Morris Wartman and Earl, Earl Loose, Loose Jr. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We should be more respectful because these people are, are, are passed away. No, passed I, don't away feel, but... I don't feel bad about the doctor. He was an <laughs> asshole. But <I'd, laughs> Earl Loose is an innocent soul, I think, other than making a bad plane, I think. Oh. <laughs> I just feel like, oh, my God, Earl Loose Jr. is just like a, like a shitty Han Solo. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if his name first name was Duke, it would be much funnier Duke if he's Luce. Duke Luce Junior. Junior. There was a Duke Luce Senior. Yeah, yeah, I'll pass on this name. This seems like a good one. The the crash of the aircraft, identified by the National Transportation Safety Board as a Whitman three five Buttercup airplane, remained under investigation uh, Tuesday. Preliminary findings indicate that, quote, the wings of the aircraft became detached from the fuselage and fell to the ground in an orchard. Oh, my God. I've, I've literally had that, that nightmare thought when I'm sitting on a plane thinking, I really hope these wings are fastened on well. I do love when reports always have that, which is the equivalent of being like, cause of death, he got no head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking wings came off. What do you want from it? Um, also, imagine being the doctor and be like, Hey, uh, Lucy, old girl, uh, do the wing, are they supposed to not be there? Are they supposed to <laughs> fold in? How are we oh. doing on the, the, he's like, hey, can you check that the wings are still there? Just, just do me a favor, look out the window. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, are you worried about that? Oh, a little bit. Ooh, a little bit. <laughs> uh, the fuselage continued west for another thousand or to, uh, 1,500 yards before crashing. Wartman was a well-known OBGYN in Western New York who was often the target of anti-abortion protesters. 
He was sued in 2021 by the daughter of one of his patients, who became pregnant in the 1980s. The lawsuit said that the doctor secretly used his own sperm while telling the patients the donor has been a local medical student. It said the doctor kept the secret even after the daughter, his biological offspring, became his gynecological patient. My God. Which is so gross. so gross. (laughs) The daughter discovered that Wartman was the donor after DNA genealogy tests revealed that she had at least nine half-siblings, her medical malpractice suit said. The civil lawsuit, which is pending in Monroe County Court, said follow-up DNA testing with Wartman's daughter from his first marriage confirmed the genetic link. Wartman did not comment at the time the lawsuit was filed, and he, uh, no surprises, cannot (laughs) comment now that he has crashed. Oh, lordy. But we do have time for another quick, (laughs) stupid one, Mm -hmm. stupid news article. And you know what? I don't know how you're going to feel about this. U.S. reality star who made $200,000. A lot of money. Selling... (laughs) What do you think that she sold? Reality TV stars have nothing to value to society. Mm-hmm. So she sold her used towels. Pretty close. Uh, she sold farts in a jar. Hey, I knew it was something <laughs> stupid. I knew it, it was nothing real. It was nothing that contributed to society. It, she, uh, she's been hospitalized with wind. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? With, with fart illnesses. No! <laughs> fart based illnesses. Lisa, so you've from- got to lay off the beans. I know it's your whole industry, but come on. If you haven't told by the phrasing of, the, like, using the word wind, which is a very British way of saying it, this is from the Huffington Post, uh, from an article by Matt Bragwell from January 5th, 2022. Former 90 Day Fiance star and self proclaimed fartrepreneur. No, Stephanie no, 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 you can't just say that, that's nothing. <laughs> We're only five days into the new year, but we've already had a contender for the You Couldn't Make It Up Award 2022. A U.S. reality star who made an eye-watering, this is one of those articles where you're going to have to deal with a lot of fart, <laughs> stinky <sighs> jokes, uh, made $200,000 from selling her farts in a jar. Yours for just five hundred dollars a pop. That's revealed, so. That's so much it's money. So much. Uh, she's revealed that she's been rushed to the hospital with chronic wind. Demand for former ninety day fiance star Stephanie Mato's Pongi product was so high that at one point she claims to have been producing fifty jars a week. Which I'm going to say, if you fart fifty times, 50 is that a times? ton? In a week. I think yeah, that's thinking, I, in a week. I think that's yeah, seven, seven, seven times, seven times a day. That's that's like once every two hours when you're awake. That's that's fine. That's totally reasonable. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's not bad. Because I, I was like going in my mind of like, how many farts do I do in a day? And I think <laughs> it's I think it's probably. A, Listen, if you, were get, if you were getting paid 500 bucks a pop for every time you farted, you would be pounding beans and coffee, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> well, well, let's get into that. However, producing so much wind eventually took its toll after she consumed three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup in one day. 
<laughs> Not the, you can't mainline black bean soup, please. You can't slurp it. It's the same consistency as three protein shakes. Like, it's that's oh my God. so thick. So much uh, liquid thickness. Feeling that, quote, something was not right with a pressure in her stomach that moved upwards throughout her body, Stephanie said she thought she was, quote, having a stroke. She told Jam Press, quote, it was quite hard to breathe, and every time I tried to breathe in, I'd feel like a pinching sensation around my heart. I, I've presumed that she's British, by the way. And that, of course, made my anxiety escalate. I actually called my friend and asked if they would come over to drive me to the hospital because I thought I was experiencing a heart attack. Oh, my God. After arriving at the hospital, Stephanie didn't tell the medics about her unique career, only oh the God. changes made to her diet. Quote, it was made clear that what I was experiencing wasn't <laughs> a heart a stroke or a heart attack, but was very intense gas pains. She <laughs> oh said... <my> <laughs> Quote, like, please just eat a vegetable <laughs> just one time, please. I don't, I don't think I love that they phrase it like she didn't explain her career, but what did the paramedics think? Like, where they're just <laughs> like, this bitch just loves to fart, then, like, <laughs> yeah, what kind was, of diet are you on? Like, what's the objective? What's the end goal? Yeah, what's, if you're eating three protein shakes in a black bean soup, <laughs> what like, diet is that? You're asking for that, like, I would be like. Yeah, A to B, lady. What do you... Oh, you got a stab wound? I wonder if from the knife in you. <laughs> Quote, I was advised to change my diet and to take a gas-suppressant medication, which is, has effectively ended my business. My whole career. Stephanie has now retired from selling farts in a jar. Well, she, got, <laughs> she scammed a lot of people pretty good, didn't she? These... There is a picture of her, and I am going to say that she is attractive, but she is staring, like, smirking at a jar that presumably no. contains her fart <laughs> in, like, no. a kind of, like, slutty outfit. And it <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a perfect way to end the podcast, don't you think? Couldn't have done it better myself. Well, you I mean, you could if you wanted to, if you wanted the last segment. But I always end the podcast with saying to everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. We're getting through it. We got nasty at the end. Got nasty so there. You promised big, the nasty. I did. And I delivered. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. And if you have any nasty segments you want to send our way, send it to segmentcdpodcast at gmail.com. Head up our Twitter, Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. And leave us readings. Leave us reviews and if you enjoyed the episode. Give us those uh, good star ratings. We love to see them. We have a thank you for somebody in particular. We like to ch thank Rachel Robinson. She does our intro music. It's wonderful. And she has music you can find on Spotify and other streaming platforms. And you should go do so because her music is very good. It's got the bops. It's got the beeps. It's got the boops. And some mm. say about Rachel Robinson, she'll make an airplane, but only if you ask nicely. <laughs> Only if you ask no nicely. If you ask meanly, bad. Bad. Very loose, loose junior playing there. You got there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought of a, a mean joke, but I'm not gonna. Not mean to her, but uh, anyway. It's your anyway. microphone. I can't stop you. She throws it into the two towers. There we go. Um, Rude. <laughs> I told you. But now we're gonna end with a quick detour into I was poisoned.com. And you Quick know detour. What? Staying on that gassy side. 
<laughs> this yeah, it felt appropriate to end this way. Um, this is fr- this is of course everybody just posts their what gave them food poisoning on a website. This is from Starbucks from twenty hours ago apparently. Twenty hours, uh, oh wow! And this is from Mission Texas. I bought a candy frappuccino, and it and had it on the way home for just a few minutes with when my stomach started to swell, and I felt a lot of pain, <laughs> dizziness, and after oh, no. twenty five minutes diarrhea i hope to feel better i hope you do <laughs> sir it, it has one it has that ending which i th- haven't seen on this web- website of i hope i feel better i hope i do feel better a little prayer for yourself a little prayer and a video of this like they have a video on it of the person filming the daughters in the front seat next to them they give a little cheers like it's they a little, little seven-year-old oh daughter God. on her birthday, both that frappuccinos, and then it's oh, like no. it feels a wholesome like family moment ruined. It feels like you like you know what's gonna happen, like the beginning of a horror movie. Like, oh no, no. <laughs> you know <what's> gonna, <laughs> where it's gonna lead to swell. Oh no, <laughs> immediately like I am Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka from this oh, no. candy frappuccino. But anyway, hopefully. Hopefully you don't right. swell. Just come back. Don't swell. Just come back. That's it. What kind of swelling are you thinking about? That's it. Get a cold compress. Compress? Compress. <laughs> I can speak words. <laughs> <laughs>